Hello everyone, you're welcome to another episode of Ugo's Take. My name is Ugo Amadi and I'm welcoming you to the 11th episode of Ugo's Take. It's been an, a nice time and I love producing good content for you over this platform, over this podcast. Um, if you would like to get in touch with me, you can go to my Facebook page. It's Ugo's Take. That's at Ugo's Take. It's U-G-O hive apostrophe s-t-a-k-e or you can like and follow me on instagram it's um ugos take that is u-g-o-s hyphen u-g-o-s underscore t-a-k-e um also you can all um, follow me on twitter it's at stake ugo that's um, s-t-a-k-e u-g-o stake ugo now we'll dive right into today's discussion we'll be talking about the German Bundesliga does the first week after um, the coronavirus-led um, lockdown. Um, we'll see what they've done, or how they've approached going on with starting the league, and if this could be a blueprint for other um, leagues, because the German league is the major league, the, 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 first, the, the first of the major leagues, rather, um, of the European major leagues to start to restart your league and we'll just have a dive and do look at the, the fixtures look at look at the results and we'll talk about our, our feature player of the of the weekend and we'll also look at what things the um, the German league or the Bundesliga organizers did or how they went about uh, on the fixtures, how they looked and and things like that. So first and first would look at the fix the results for 16 May. That's this past Saturday. This Saturday that was yesterday. So uh, my day 26 results: um, Fortuna Dusseldorf, Neil SC Paderborn, Neil Borussia Dortmund for. FC Schalke 04 Neil RB Leipzig 1 SC Freiburg 1 TSG Hoffenheim Neil Hertha Berlin 3 FC Osburg 1 VfL Wolfsburg 2 Eintracht Frankfurt 1 Borussia Mönchengladbach 3 Now our performance of the weekend of the weekend is of course BFB Dortmund as Borussia Dortmund for Schalke 04 Neil. Uh, it was actually a real a, tra- a, a good trouncing. BFB uh, Dortmund really ran away with the game, and uh, the star performance for me was the Norwegian wonder kid, none other than Erling Haaland. Ellen Haaland is a wonderful player. He's broken to the scene for Salzburg, scoring tons of goals and then moved on to the German Bundesliga playing for Dortmund. And people were like, would this guy really uh, be able to meet up with the standards or cope with the standards? Because the Austrian league is nowhere near the quality of the German league, but he's taking uh, uh, to life in the Bundesliga like fish to water. He scored 13 goals in 12 games. That's more than averaging more than a goal a game. And 
in yesterday's game he scored once and also assisted um, one had one assist to his credit so he's been an amazing and outstanding player and no surprise he's a standout player of the weekend uh, but we'll get to see what Bayern, Bayern Munich could do in their game this weekend this week that's today uh, we have to know how uh, the, the performance would go but whatever happens he is our star feature of today you know he's a young player scoring goals and he's got pace he's tall 6'2 six, six I think so he's so just an amazing athlete and most importantly a goal scorer and so for some who's bad flaws at RB uh, Salzburg was 16 this is 16 million pounds 16 million pounds and now his bio clause at Dortmund is 60 million pounds these guys at Dortmund are really really astute astute businessmen and scouts as well because whatever happens two things could happen one he, he goes on to play for them have a long successful career with them or when the big boys come hunting they make a truckload of money they make huge profit uh, from his sale but so far so good he's been awesome he's been awesome i think he should be in my mind the amongst the top five young play under 23 players in the world that's my opinion you can have a different opinion who could have different opinions but that's my opinion now we go back to the german bundesliga and would have um, I'll, I'll give my opinions on how things were carried out now substitutions the substitute sats with gaps sats meters apart meters apart and then they had um sort of like face mask or or some sort of mask covering their noses now i think that's the best way to go you know if you're going to start and like i said this is an unprecedented uh, scenario no one could have ever really legislated for this you know so i think that's the best way to go and obviously there were no fans in the stands the stands were empty you had no fans in the stand so for clubs like um, Dortmund that really feed off uh, really feed off the, the atmosphere that the fans create uh, probably that would be kind of a drawback you know and on talk sports on on talk sports there was an interview with um, a german a german journalist and he was saying 56 percent of people in germany are not happy with the restart of the german bundesliga but then again you understand why they may not be happy maybe some people who aren't able to work do their normal their normal jobs their regular nine to five jobs could be wondering why do this why should these millionaires multi-millionaires because footballers are multi-millionaires be able to play games go on and do their jobs so to speak and we who earn just a little fraction of what they do we can't go out to to work that's something that um, is worth taking note of uh, because uh the world doesn't revolve around footballers alone but my argument to that is there are people who work for these football clubs 
that earn less than that, not multi-millionaires that earn less than that. And then the progress of football, because when you look at football, you're not just talking about um, the frontline league, so to speak, or the main leagues. You're also look, looking at or have to consider grassroots um, football. And how does grassroots football get funded? The funding for grassroots football comes from the funds that accrue to the major leagues, like the Bundesliga, the Premier League, the uh, League R, the La Liga, the Serie A. When money comes from broadcast rights and other sponsorship deals, you know, they're usually tied to games being played. We understand that the money obviously goes to the clubs as part of their standings and all, but also money trickles down. The money is used, some part, fractional percentage of money is used to fund grassroots football and encourage um, young people participation in, in sports and things like that. So, because you always have that thing that if these leagues don't play and don't reach a conclusion, the sponsors, especially TV rights sponsors, could have a legitimate case against these leagues and request a refund of tons of money that could have been used to progress grassroots football and these clubs as well. So that's my take on it, you know. So now that's with, with that. Uh, and also there's the argument in Germany that the ultras as the very fanatical fans in Germany aren't happy with the fact that football is being played with no fans in the stands. You know, their opinion is without fans, football isn't pure. Football loses its soul and its purity. You know, I, I appreciate that fact. You know, I really do. I appreciate the fact that fans create the atmosphere football is for the fans not just for the players you know it's for the entertainment of the fans at home and in the stands you know so i i understand fully i understand perfectly um their discontent you know their discontent and even contempt for the fact that full football is being played with them with fans not being in the stands with empty empty stands uh, closed door uh, should i say but like i said this is for the good of the game in the long run i feel actually that's my opinion it's for the good of the game in the long run because if the leagues can be finished tied up you have your winners you have your relegation and you have all that sorted out then you can plan for next season because if you allow this season to drag on, drag on, drag on, you'd have a domino effect that things that should have happened next year wouldn't happen next year and and on and on and on and it goes on that way. So my opinion is it's a good thing, it's a bold step that Germany has taken, that the German Bundesliga has taken to actually restart. I think it's a bold step, it's a daring step, it wouldn't be perfect and no one, like I said, no one can really legislate for this, for this type of um, situation where you have a 
global wide scale pandemic that truncates the football season and how you go about restarting the, the, the restarting football and going about getting the league started and ending the league. No one can actually legislate for it. I don't think there's been a precedent for anyone to copy from or learn from. And I think other major leagues, German League, the Dutch League, the French League, and even leagues in Africa, South America, should observe the German league organizers, how they've gone about the league, how they've gone about organizing it, what they've done. And on the issue of how they've gone about organizing the restarts, or gone about the league, um, the balls were disinfected. You know, the balls were disinfected. All the balls used were disinfected. And I feel every little, every little helps. You know, every little helps. Every little helps. So I feel that's something that um, football organizers should take into consideration from other leagues. One, substitute sitting apart. The balls disinfected. And it was also a bit interesting to watch the players celebrate um, the their goals, you know, you had players standing off each other, giving themselves some sort of space and and gaps. So that's the, that's a good way to go about. It, I think, you know, that's a good way to go about it. Now the question is, the next thing we'll talk about is Mbappe and Sancho. Who is better? And is Erling Haaland on their level? I would say Mbappe, because he's done it for longer, you know, and he's carried a team uh, up to the Champions League the semi-finals with Juventus. With um, he carried Monaco to the Champions League semi-final with uh, against uh, Juventus, though they lost the. Uh, they lost that game uh, but he's been carrying teams for longer and he's gone to PSG and he's been doing it for longer Sancho does a phenomenal young player you know because when I heard he left Man City for Dortmund so I just felt he may not really cut it out there because it's really going to be a rude awakening for him being an English player you know English players aren't too keen on leaving their um, home base or living their domestic clubs but he's left and he's been he's been sterling he's had sterling performances for the, one of the past seasons that he's been there and he's even doing very well this season as well for Dortmund um, I feel Mbappe is above him you know the two phenomenal, phenomenal great play, uh, young players but Mbappe is above him and I think for me, Erden Haaland should be the third best player on the 23 at the moment based on form and based on what he's doing and the level of what and the level where he's doing it. You know, so that's it for the uh, the German Bundesliga, Erden Haaland, Mbappe and Sancho. Now, we'll be considering something that I saw you know on the bbc's feed this morning on twitter and also he's been making the rounds as well and that's um 
Evander Holyfield and Tyson every match you know seems to have uh, been given the go ahead it seems to be something that would indeed happen so I ask myself how would this happen you know they are both over 50 would it be a, a boring snorefest or would it be an exciting matchup you know I don't know if any of you have seen the seen, uh, Tyson's um, training session he looked as deadly as ever I think 52 53 years old right now he looked deadly deadly as ever deadly as ever so and even the Holyfield has also released his sort of training videos and things like that so I I'm leaning slightly to the idea that it might be an exciting match I think maybe maybe who knows if you would like to get your opinions in or what you think you can send me an email to ugo's take at coolsite.net that is u-g-o-s hyphen t-a-k-e at coolsite.net that is c-o-o-l-s t-e coolsite.net so that's going to be get your opinions in you could also join a whatsapp group um I'll be sending that out as well. I try to get that set up so you could join the WhatsApp group as well, so you could participate in the um, in the show as the show goes on. You can participate, and then you could ask your questions, and we'll be interacting from then on. So, but from the now back to the issue we're talking about, Tyson and Evander Holyfield. From both training videos, though they're just short training videos I've seen, I feel Tyson packs more for punch than Evander Holyfield. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see what happens if um, anything comes comes of it. You know, we, I'll be I'll be getting the pay per view or whichever way I would watch it. I would watch it, and I'm sure a lot loads of fight fans would be open to seeing that match up now I would like to get your opinion on the English Premier League because the English Premier League is built to restart next month so I want to know by the next show. I want to know what your take is. You can send an email or you could send your questions into my Instagram account. That is Ugo's underscore take. It's U-G-O-S underscore T-A-K-E. You know, on IG. And also you could follow me on Twitter. That's at stake Ugo. S-T-A-K-E. U-G-O at stake ugo on twitter you can send your questions via twitter as well you could also um send your questions or contributions to the whatsapp uh, page as well and you could also on face you could also reach out to me on facebook it's ugo stake u-g-o-s apostrophe u-g-o apostrophe s T-A-K-E sometimes we forget this stuff so 
So there's something else that I should have to talk about, you know, because the 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 German title, the the, the battle for the German Bundesliga title has been for the past months between RB Leipzig and Bayern Munich but with RB Leipzig only managing to draw with SC Freiburg 1-1 which already means that Bayern are ahead of them even without playing a game and it's most likely that Bayern Munich would win their game today so what would that mean for RB Leipzig? Would that be cuttings for their title challenge? You know, would that be cuttings for their title challenge? Because this was meant to be their year. Because ever since they broke into the German Bundesliga, they have been pretenders. But they've always fallen short behind Bayern Munich, of course, and um, BFB Dortmund, Borussia Dortmund. So what happens? And... Also, you have to consider the fact that Timo Werner would be leaving. The way things are looking at, the way things are panning out, depending on what happens, he would be leaving um, RB Leipzig by the end of this season. You know, by the end of this season, he would be leaving RB Leipzig with Liverpool um, very interested. There were rumors that Chelsea. Um, Probably looking at him as well, and Real Madrid. You never, you never can tell. They can always come up and make a big bid for any player, no matter the, the, where the player is, or no matter who is even interested in the player. Real Madrid can come up at any time and make a huge bid for the player. So that may that may mean that um, for the next three to four years, RB Leipzig may not be able to compete for the German league title again. So they just have to knuckle down and and see what they can do to uh, topple a Bayern Munich. But like I said, they've already put themselves in a really really difficult uh, position at this time. Uh, but also, you can never say never. Probably they they will be able to attract um, some other talent or develop some talent from their um, academy uh, to take the spot of Timo Werner if and when he leaves them for greener pastures for 
bigger leagues with due respect to RB Leipzig, Liverpool right now a bigger a bigger club than RB Leipzig, Real Madrid is a bigger club than RB Leipzig, Manchester United is a bigger club than RB Leipzig at this point. Or you could even have a situation where Bayern Munich, because they're like the go-to club for top German players, so Bayern Munich could also even be in the gunning for um, Timo Werner, and that would just be a stab straight to the heart of uh, RB Leipzig. So it's been a wonderful time having this doing this podcast uh, uh, today. And I'd like to see your questions. I'd like to hear what you would want to hear or or what sort of content you would want to listen to on this podcast. And like I said, you follow me on Instagram. I, there's IG Live that goes on. You could watch and join me on if you want to join me and participate. Uh, uh, you could join me on Instagram. We could go on IG Live. Just send me a DM on the podcast and would have that interaction so whatever topic you want to discuss you could just come into the dm it's ugo stake that's ugo's underscore t-a-k-e and drop your uh, your comments drop your message or send a request when i am doing an ig live uh, broadcast you could join me and we could have a discussion on whatever topic you want to discuss or whether it's sports it's business it's uh it's relationship um dating discussions whatever you want to talk about just come on ig live and we'll have that discussion so I'd like to say thank you for listening thank you for uh, um following and supporting this podcast as we grow continue to grow we and provide and provide quality content and even better content than we are currently uh, providing at this time so keep listening join us follow us facebook twitter ig and on spotify you can listen to us on the go wherever you are so thanks once again this is ugamadi signing out for ugo steak bye bye